Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. 
After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only, beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. All right, so glad to have you with us. Uh, we've got a lot to uh, get to today. Uh, what is going on in Brazil? Have you seen those uh, pictures of the riots on social media over the weekend? Uh, does that doom democracy? Uh, KT McFarlane has thoughts on that. But first, we go to the border with Brandon Judd of the uh, National Border Patrol Council. Stay here. If you have paid attention at all, in the uh, last few days, uh, you know that uh, that the president <laughs> made a big deal about going to the border. Like he, he was like, oh, look, I'm going to the border. And he only did that because for the last uh, three years, uh, people have been asking, how come you've never been to the border? Why won't you go to the border? And, and, he, and I think that uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, the press secretary, just got tired of uh, saying that he'd, he'd been to the border and lying about it. So he he ended up going to El Paso this last week. They sanitized the whole scene. They 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 blew off every speck of speck of dust, dirt and grime from the from the street and that included most of the uh migrants that had come in and were uh camping out there. And he was there, I don't know, a few minutes and then was back on, in the air uh, headed uh back to something much more important in Washington or Delaware or somewhere else. Having said all of that, what difference does it make? And if he wasn't even really willing to sit down and, and hear from the Border Patrol themselves, how seriously should the American people understand what this trip represented? Here to discuss is Brandon Judd. He's president of the National Border Patrol Council. Uh, Brandon, appreciate you being here. Um, it was it was made pretty well known that the president didn't spare much time for the Border Patrol, which is our actual uh, embodiment of American authority on the border, didn't even spend a full day, uh, barely had any time on the ground. What did he really accomplish in his visit to El Paso last week? Absolutely nothing. That was nothing more than politics. It was a political stunt, um, nothing more than that. He knew darn good and well that the cameras were going to follow him. Uh, the mainstream media was going to go down to El Paso with him. Uh, that's why they sanitized everything so, so that the mainstream media could then cover for him and say there was nothing to see. The, you, you have to look at the timing that he chose to go down to the border. Just a couple weeks ago, he said he had more important things to do, that it wasn't very important to go to the border. Then all of a sudden, he sees that the numbers in the month of January are always low. Go back to 2021. Um, and, and our numbers are always low at the beginning of January. Go back any year, and, and the trend is the numbers are very, very low in January. So he goes to the border when the numbers are already very low. Then, of course, he, he cleans everything up. 
mainstream media follows him out there, and then mainstream media says, ah, there was nothing to see. There was nothing there. There's no crisis. Um, he knew that. He orchestrated the entire thing. He knew that that, that, that was going to be the talking point um, that he was going to be able to use, um, and, and he pulled it off, uh, unfortunately. And, and because the, the vast majority of the public don't, don't get um, all of the news from reliable sources, uh, they're going to be able to cover for him just like they do for everything, whether it's the economy, whether it's foreign policy, um, energy independence. The mainstream media is constantly cover, covering for him, and they did it in this case as well. So he was able to do that uh, and to uh, fool, if you will, the mainstream media into uh, presenting a certain story. But as Marsha Blackburn told uh, Harris Faulkner this morning, the American people are not seeing the sanitized version. We're seeing the streets uh, littered with uh, uh, all of the uh, problems, uh, particularly in El Paso, where uh, besides the, the streets themselves, I saw some footage over the weekend of where, so I, I guess it's a few of these houses where some of the people have been um, housed in their interim uh, journey and wait periods. And just the just the the trash and the clothing and the the other stuff, just just that alone made the the place look uh, deeply uh, unsanitary and and not healthy for anybody to even be there, much less uh, stay there for any length of time. Um, But it's not just in El Paso either. We've seen these these migrant camps kind of up and down the border. And we know of the fentanyl. We know of the crime. We know of the human trafficking that's going on. Um, we're not being fooled, even if the president is. Again, the people that are listening to honest outlets, they're not. They're not fooled. But as I travel this country, and as the most recent poll showed, very few Americans actually understand what is taking place on the border. Uh, the most recent poll, um, when asked uh, how many people are crossing the border illegally, uh, the, the American public got a fraction of the number that's crossing the border illegally, the number of gotaways. And, and so... That's the problem. Um, yes, those individuals that listen to Honest Outlets, they understand what's going on. Um, the American people that, that do that, they understand. But again, the vast majority do not. And that's exactly what he was hoping to accomplish. He was hoping to accomplish um, getting the mainstream media to cover exactly what he wanted them to cover. And they did. And, and they're constantly covering for him. And then, then on top of it, you look at what he did. Um, we have three components within CBP. Three law enforcement components within CBP. You've got the Office of Field Operation that works at the ports of entry. You've got the Border Patrol that works between the ports of entry. And then you've got Air and Marine um, that fly all of our um, helicopters, drones, um, airplanes, and then also um, patrol the, uh, the, the seaways. And he did not, he spent the vast majority of his time with OFO at a port of entry. That is a secure location. That's not where the problem is, that's not where the crisis is occurring. The crisis is occurring between the ports of entry with the Border Patrol, with AMO. He spent, uh, I, I think it was 20 minutes tops with Border yeah. Patrol. That's it. That's all he spent with them. He spent the vast majority of his time at a port of entry, a secure location, is where he spent the vast majority of his time. So there's no way he, he, he got a full understanding or the full scope of his crisis. And he's not going to get that if he doesn't go at the right time. Um, when the traffic starts to pick up, come the end of January, that traffic's going to shoot right back up. Historically, our numbers are always low. But let, let's be clear. When I'm talking about low numbers, I'm talking about low numbers for this crisis. These numbers are still eight times higher than in normal January. Yeah. It's just that January is always lower. Um, one of the things that the new Congress is taking up, uh, hopefully in the first uh, few um, days of their administration, 
is to defund the 87,000 uh, IRS agents that the administration wanted to hire. Um, Mark Green has called for some of those monies to be replaced uh, into uh, hirings for Border Patrol. Um, what is the CBP's thoughts on how much uh, staffing they currently have, what they need to be optimal, uh, and and what, what, what would you like to see happen in regard to that? Within the Border Patrol, we're about 2,000 agents understaffed. We, we have about 19,500 agents nationwide. That's what we have. We should be somewhere around um, 22,500 is, is where we should, uh, 21,500, 22,500. If you look at the last congressional floor that they had, it was 21,370. Well, that was uh, uh, about 10 years ago. Um, so obviously with, uh, with the influx, we, we, we need a little bit more. So we're about 2,000 understaffed. But let's be clear. All that's doing is shifting the burden to the taxpayer. We don't need to do that. What we need is we need proper policy programs and operations. If we had that, we could secure the border tomorrow. That's been proven time and time again. President Trump proved that. Um, We could prove it again as long as we had the proper operations, um, policies, and programs. Without those, all you're doing is putting the cart before the horse. We've got to have those first, and then we can evaluate what is it that we actually need. I am a fiscal conservative. I do not want the American taxpayer to have to shoulder this burden, and they don't have to as long as we had um, those those programs and operations. We just don't have those right now. Right. Well, Brandon Judd, thank you for uh, giving us some insight on what we're looking at here. And uh, my prayers are for the Border Patrol every day. Uh, you guys are up against an enormously impossible task. And the way that, that uh, your, your men have served, continue to serve, uh, with great dignity and great honor while trying to protect America and while trying to do what's right with the people that they're encountering. I mean, it is a thankless task on nearly every front. Uh, so I want to say thank you to those who do serve in the uh, Border Patrol, and thank you for your efforts in helping us understand these issues better. I, can't, I cannot thank you enough for properly covering the issue. That's what's important, so thank you. You got it. All right, Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council here on Kevin McCullough Radio. When we come back, why else is democracy in in, uh, peril? We'll talk about it. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow 
there will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. As President Trump's first deputy national security advisor, she helped set standards in the White House. In the Pentagon, she was the equivalent to a four-star general. And now, it's time to set the record straight. It's The Briefing with KT McFarland, exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. And one of the things we didn't even put in KT's little uh, script there in her intro, which I'm going to have to for uh, coming uh, weeks, is that I believe of all of the new uh, segments that we podcasted on the show in 2022, and I'm trying to do a real fast scan to look it up at this very moment, but I believe that the briefing with KT McFarland was by far and away uh, our most successful uh, launch with many thousands, not hundreds, but many thousands of people uh, tuning in uh, every week to hear what KT had to say on national security issues. Uh, and so we are very honored to have her back with us here at the beginning of 2023. And uh, KT, thanks for all of the great uh, content that you uh, you helped us understand in 22. Well, thank you for the platform and the opportunity and also for the penetrating questions you ask. I love coming on your show because you're, well, you're obviously really smart, you're really prepared, and you know What's important and what's not. Okay, enough of that. You you know, you, okay, you, you, so. we're, we're friends. Uh, no, I actually appreciate that because I, I hear you on some other shows, <clears throat> not naming any names, and uh, I, I don't, I, as much as I love you, KT, I'm not interested in, you know, where you are, what the weather is that day. I really do want to know what's going on in the world at large, and so that's why I, I kind of cut straight to the chase, which is why I want to ask you about um, these protests going on in Brazil. And I, I don't know if you saw it on Instagram or social media over the weekend, but I, I saw several for some reason, I've got a lot of people from Brazil that follow me. I think it was from the last election cycle because they were fascinated with my prediction map and that it turned out to not come true at all. But they, <laughs> uh, but, but th there's a lot of 
amateur footage out there of these hordes of people overrunning their their elected assembly building, their Supreme Court. It, and I'm sure that the left here in America took the opportunity to say, oh, look, they're having a January 6th moment. Um, but it's really there's there's some complicated reasoning for why all of this is happening. And you believe it bodes very badly for democracy at large. Why? Yeah, I mean, look, the world is the world is kind of divided into two camps. One camp is led by China saying to everybody in the world, particularly in the third world, hey, look, we're the press path to prosperity. Uh, look at what we've done in China. We have a, a communist dictatorship and authoritarian government. We're the, we're the system that's going to deal with the 21st century. We know how to govern. And forget democracy. Democracy's day is done. And so, on the other hand, the democracy, the, what makes democracy, I think, most effective, is that we ch- choose our leaders. And if we don't like them, we get rid of them and new leaders the next time around. In an authoritarian system, you're stuck with the leaders you have. And China is pretty open about it. They've said to their people, we will give you prosperity. You give us all the power. And that, I guess, is fine. But what happens if they screw up? And I think that's what you're seeing now in China. So it's like the world is kind of decide, do we want to be a democracy? That was certainly the 20th century. But maybe China's right. Maybe it's the 21st century is, is the place where we should look for authoritarian governments and America's day is done. So what China understands can sort of scramble our brains in democratic countries. They scramble our brains to think, gee, maybe democracy isn't that effective. Uh, maybe our elections are no good. Maybe they're, they're rotten to the core. Maybe we can't trust the result of our elections. And then what happens is they eat away at the core of certainly America and other democratic countries to say, maybe, you know, maybe it's not worth defending. Maybe, maybe the Chinese are right on this. And that's what I'm worried about. It's this sort of big picture thing of, of the slow and steady erosion of our confidence in the ability of democracy to be a good governance system for people because we just don't trust the outcome of elections. I'm all for protest, but I'm really not happy with whether it's January 6th or or other times in other places, a violent protest is if people say, well, I don't like the result of that election. So instead of, okay, I'm going to work really hard to get elected next time, they say, I'm just going to undo this election. So let me ask you a very painful question for me, because I love and respect your uh, insight on some of these things, probably uh, in an outsized way compared to many other pundits that are out there, just partly because I know who you are and I know your experience and I appreciate your perspective. But I can't help but look at, let's just say, the um, governor's race in Arizona from this past election and Mm -hmm. be okay with it. I'm I'm just not okay with all of the shenanigans that took place and how there's there's kind of like this uh refusal to even acknowledge that such shenanigans took place and by the way i think that some states did take your advice i know that in wisconsin the supreme court there threw out all of the the covid uh you know abnormal laws that they passed and said none of these are constitutional you're going to go back to you know, counting the ballots the way you should. But there have been states that have purposefully said, no, we know that there's kind of goofiness with our voting systems, like in Michigan and Pennsylvania, and they're choosing to keep them that way uh, anyway. KT, is there is there a guarantee that when there is legitimate malfeasance in elections that we can in some way draw attention to them but not necessarily devolve into violent conflict? What I'm upset with is when, when conservatives and Republicans say, hey, the game was rigged against us, that's why we lost. 
it probably was rigged against you, but you understand that, and that's the starting point. So then go out and fix it. And this, there are states now, as you point out, that have codified it, and they're okay with ballot harvesting and all the things that were put in during COVID, and, and they're using it to, frankly, rig elections. But what's the answer to that? The answer is sunlight is the best disinfectant. Use the legal system to the extent that you can. And then to do the really boring work of yep. scrubbing the voters' polls. And that's what nobody likes to, to sort of admit. That right Nobody now, wants to do it. Yep. No, because it's hard and dirty. You know, in Florida, for example, in 2000, when the hanging chads, remember, and then and oh, who yeah. voted for what. <laughs> so Florida then, after that, did the really hard, boring work of going through and scrubbing their voter polls. In New York, where I vote, nobody scrubbed those voter polls in decades. So if you're if you've been dead for twenty years, you're still on the ballot. I mean, you're still you still receive a, a ballot. Yeah. Yep. If you, and if you've moved out of the state, that's okay, fine. And so there are states which haven't done their work. Now, how do you get them to do their work in a democratic state, a democrat state like New York, where the Democrats just control everything? You start at the local level. You start at the at the it's your neighborhood, and you have the and the Board of Elections of every community, every county, every township has to give you, if you request, the, the list of who's voting. And then you can get some college kid to start Google those names. And one at a time, you find out, oh, Joe Jones, he moved out 20 years ago. Oh, Johnny Jones, ah, he's been dead forever. Oh, Susie Jones, well, it turns out that she's not, she actually isn't a, a legitimate voter. You have to go through name by name by name, and you probably as in the case of Florida and other states, you could probably eliminate 15% of those dead people. Yeah, well, people. and I it's know from... A, it's boring, but it's, no, it's necessary. Completely. And uh, after 2020, um, you know, my bride and some of the women uh, in, in the area where we live uh, in the tri-state said, hey, let's, 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 let's see what uh, the state of New Jersey is doing about this. And so they, they talked to Trenton, and basically Trenton was like, we have no interest in making this possible for you guys. So th- th- they're throwing up all kinds of uh, bureaucr- bureaucratic red tape uh, to prevent uh, some of that stuff from being done. Uh, and, man, that is a that is a load of work that you've just um, uh, informed us of. But if that's what it takes to get it done, if we want democracy, if we want representative government to be honest, then we're going to have to do that. And in the states where they have, uh, you're, you're reaping the rewards of it, as Florida certainly is. KT, always appreciate your insights. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Kevin, and Happy New Year. You got it. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've still got some very important things to talk about, like 35 years of reporting on breaking news. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidants lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. 
Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad you're with us. Uh, Very busy Tuesday. And if you're around New York this evening, or you just want to join from anywhere else in the country, uh, go to am970theanswer.com, my Salem sister station here in New York City, uh, where I will be on tonight at 7 o'clock talking about all things travel with the one and only Linda Perillo. So you want to get some some interesting insight. There is a major airline, for example, that is going to start offering free Wi-Fi. Now, who thinks that's a nice idea? If I don't have to log in to another, you know, uh, thing, get my credit card out, and make sure nobody's sitting in the seat next to me, sees it, all the rest of it, man, I'm, I'm going to be happy. But a major airline is making that announcement. We'll, we'll highlight that tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970, The Answer. But first, let me turn to, uh, this is Tuesday, we talk about technology. We're the only show, as far as I know, in talk radio that covers breaking technology news on a regular basis. And I read somewhere about this little app called Zneeks, and it was so novel, I thought, well, i got to talk about it. So Laura Wellington is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and she is the brain behind this little app, and she joins us now. Laura, welcome. Good to have you. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate being here. What exactly is a Zneeks? So Zneeks is a new app um, that connects um, burying people um, based on vaccine status 
um, to other people of like vaccine status um, and the through the art of walking. So um, what we did is we looked at the landscape as it is today and we noted that so many people um, needed an elevated state of comfort when it came to um, friendships and or relationships that they weren't getting from other apps. And so we looked at that and we said, okay, well, we can give that and we can create a platform that only not only supports them in their need for this comfort, but also supports them in their um, their health. So it was really innovative and it, it came out of necessity more than anything else looking at how our nation had evolved over the last few years through COVID and the comfort levels of people now versus then. This is a human connection uh, intersection, if you will. It's, it's, it's a way to develop a network and a, a community of people that are kind of in the same stage of of mindset as you are about, uh, not you personally, but you um, individually, uh, right. as to what your experience was during COVID and, and how you can kind of relate to one another. Exactly. And, you know, what's interesting is um, before, you know, I had I had brainstormed this about two years ago, seeing the writing on the wall. And um, just last week, it was it, or within the last two weeks, uh, a global study came out um, with regards to people's comfort level and, and how um, a certain segment um, within the population, the global population, is, um, is actually being alienated because of their vaccine choices. And, and what they concluded in the study was that, you know, if we continue to move down this path um, as we are, um, we may not get a cohesive world like the one we you know at least had prior to covid or, or desire you know, for sure well or let me ask desire. You this. to your point that socially the community has done that individually as a whole and getting beyond just being next to each other physically in the space and actually relating to one another and having a community uh again is something that i think on this particular issue i, I mean we are divided I in a do. way that we weren't before Right. And, and that's the point of this this app is to bring us back together and in a way that we're all comfortable and sort of, you know, it's a platform that is, in a sense, representative of where we want to eventually get to, where we can all be different and, and find our comfort level and live amongst each other. And, you know, in finding that comfort level, um, we have the greatest opportunity to bring the, the world back together in a way that, you know, that is not happening right now, which you just described. Right. Um, you, you know, we're, we're living in a completely new age for us. Um, and uh, so but we are setting precedent for the future because this is not the first, nor will it be the last of uh, this kind of uh, event happening. Um, and so how do we create a model for ourselves um, that um, we can live with? Um, you know, maybe not perfectly all across the board, but in, good enough for everybody to get, to be able to exist without such hatred, because that hatred is is the one thing that definitely will destroy us. If the if the no if a, a disease doesn't get us, <laughs> yeah. you know, or war doesn't get us, that will get us. I I understand. Well, congratulations on the launch of Zneeks. 
like sneaks, but with a Z. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, thank you to Laura Wellington. And Laura, I'm going to have you back to uh, talk about this more because I think uh, we can do some good in the world around us. And we appreciate your time. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate you got it, it very much. Kevin McCullough, when we come back, Rick Leventhal has been chasing uh, breaking news for 35 years, and he tells us his story firsthand when we return. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, I've had questions about the Amazon uh, ratings for a long time. I mean, as a former uh, bookseller myself, having three uh, bestseller titles in my past, I always wondered, like, what's the algorithm for how you get to the number one of the different categories? I do think that my friend Rick Leventhal is onto something, though, because he is now currently, as we sit here, have this conversation, the number one new release. And I see that little flag by his book. I'm very excited about it. And then it says, in travel guides for Afghanistan. So I'm not sure exactly how his bio- biography in the <laughs> world of breaking news has become the number one new release for Afghanistanian travel guides. But uh, Rick Leventhal of Fox News, welcome to Kevin McCullough. Good to have you. And congratulations on your amazing success in the travel guide category for Afghanistan on Amazon. I think I get a bronze plaque for that. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife and I do a podcast, Rick and Kelly show, and a Kelly smash on YouTube. And I looked up and found that we were also in Afghanistan as one of the top-rated podcasts in the nice. same category, which I didn't know existed. Yeah, and who who would have? Uh, but now we do. So, and there you are, dominating as usual. The name, of, the full name <laughs> of the book actually is "Chasing Catastrophe: My 35 Years Covering Wars, Hurricanes, Terror Attacks, and Other Breaking News." Rick Leventhal, you know his work, uh, and I got to say, Rick, of all the people I've known at Fox News over the years, you're the guy. When I when I see you on the screen, I'm always riveted because I know that you have done the work to get the story right. Uh, and I just appreciate I've always appreciated your work on the professional levels so much, not to mention your incredibly good sense of humor and willing to barb with my former business partner, Stephen Baldwin, from time to time over a game of pool. Yeah. But um, yeah. why this book? Why? Why at this time? I mean, you're far from, you know, hanging it up, aren't you? Well, you know, I did leave the network last last summer and I, I had the time finally to actually devote to writing a book and. I had all of these reporter notebooks that I saved over the years, hundreds and hundreds of them, sure. from the actual events as they occurred. And there was so much in there that I never could have remembered on my own. And they formed the basis for this this book. And then I talked to former colleagues and, and just built this thing from the ground up. You've got your people that are really good at reading teleprompter and kind of being, you know, schmoozy in the, in the anchor chair and kind of, you know, playing to the to the air-conditioned room, if you will. And then you've got the other people that want to go chase moving vehicles and get shot at. And right. you're really good at the schmoozy anchor stuff in the in the studio, but your your best stuff was always getting out of the way of a falling building on 9-11 or uh, chasing down terrorists in Iraq or Afghanistan, hanging on to your hat for dear life as a hurricane is trying to blow you and your cameraman off the face of the earth. What yeah. was it about that? element of your job that you so enjoyed because it was obviously it was obvious that you did well 
I, I guess I'm an adrenaline junkie. And anytime anything big happened, I wanted to go. I wanted to be there. And I was usually the first or one of the first out the door. Would you and request it or would I they assign it to you? Um, it, it was a mix of both. You know, I, I had my hand up. I remember for Hurricane Katrina, for example, I had my hand up for, for days before it hit. And they kept saying, no, we got enough people. We got enough people. And then last minute, they're like, oh, let's get you down to Tuscaloosa. And you can catch the storm as it heads up, uh, you know, the, the, the nation. And, you know, I went from Tuscaloosa down to the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, driving 20 hours overnight, you know, passing, trying to get around fallen trees on, on, on the highway heading south. And that, that's one of the stories in my book. It's just about having that, that, that desire to get to where the action was. And then once I got there, all the behind-the-scenes stuff and, and how we were able to put our our live reports and our and our stories together for for the air and and it, it you know it was an incredible process and really exciting and, and i guess I, I just thrived on on the immediacy of it sure well and i know that um and i haven't had anything near what your experience is but just just being on duty during in the midst of a breaking story and making sure that you get the information to the people uh and make sure and making sure that it's accurate and so forth let me drill yeah. down on 9-11 for a second, because there's probably no more significant event that you could have uh, been working. What what was your takeaway from that entire experience? Because if I remember correctly, you you were down in the in the in the mess of it down there as the towers came down. Yeah, I was there before while both towers. When I got there, both towers were on fire, but neither one had fallen yet. And I actually right. made it all the way to the, the last police line just north of the North Tower. And I tried to get through that line, flashing my credentials, and this female police officer threatened to arrest me if I tried to go any further. And I said, at that moment, I, I when I got on the subway to go downtown, only one plane had hit. And I looked up and saw them both on fire. And I said, what happened to the second tower? And she said, well, that's where the second plane hit. And I knew we were under attack. And from that moment on, throughout that day and every day that followed, it was all about just stealing myself, you know, right. bracing myself against this awful reality and trying to sift through all the rumor and nonsense and just cover the reality of what was actually happening, what we knew and what we could report on, which was which was a struggle, you know, without cell service and, and with all this. The, the stories that were, were coming out of the, the, the area where the pile was. It's obviously a really awful and challenging time, but it's what inspired me to go to Afghanistan and then to Iraq after that. Well, I was going to ask you, so let's book in that story. That was probably the worst breaking news uh, that you did, but you, you did have the opportunity to go to the theaters to where we did take the fight to the terrorists. Um, kind of seeing both ends of that uh, perspective, what did you come away thinking? Well, that we have incredible young men and women serving our nation. And I was so grateful that they gave me an opportunity to ride with them in military vehicles to get up to the front lines to protect me and allow me to do my job without interference. You know, there was stuff, obviously, that we couldn't report on, but uh, there was a lot that we could. And it was an incredible experience. And, you know, remove the politics from it, whether we should have been there or not. It was um, just remarkable, and what I felt was the pinnacle of reporting was being a war reporter. And, yeah. and I was there, and I wanted to go back, and I did multiple times to both Iraq and Afghanistan, and, and twice to Libya, Kevin. And that's one of the other chapters in my book. You know, that Libya experience was phenomenal. 
because there we weren't with Marines or Army. We were with locals who had taken up arms against Gaddafi's army. And these were accountants and school teachers who learned how to shoot and fight and mounted weapons in the back of pickup trucks and then went off to try and find the enemy. It's all contained in the book, Chasing Catastrophe. Rick, congratulations on the book, friend, and I appreciate all your work over the years. And it's great to, to hear your voice and to touch base with you today. Yeah, Kevin, I miss you, man. And it's really glad I'm really glad you had me on your show. I look forward to talking to you again. We'll do it. All right, Rick Leventhal, Chasing Catastrophe, my 35 years covering wars, hurricanes, terror attacks, and other breaking news. You'll find it as the number one new release in the Afghanistan Travel Guide section of Amazon. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Stay here. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I'm sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, See Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. You know color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. What you need to know when you need it. 
It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, I don't know where you went for your talk radio today, but it didn't get any bigger than this show. And big thanks to uh, Nick Malone for uh, getting all the bookings done. But KT McFarlane, Brandon Judd, Laura J. Wellington, what a sweetheart, loved her. Rick Leventhal, 35 years of chasing, you know, falling buildings and bullets and tornadoes and all the rest of it, and um, just really uh, powerful. Now, I didn't have a chance to get to this story earlier today, but I, I got to end on it uh, because you know that earlier last year when Mar-a-Lago was raided and the FBI and the DOJ found, uh, what was it, 12 classified documents in uh, the possession of the president at Mar-a-Lago that he had declassified, which only the president Hear me on this. Only the president has the power to declassify documents. A vice president never does. Just just keep that in mind. So for the second day in a row, President Biden, who was not president, was found to have had classified documents stashed in a closet when he was VP or just after he was VP. Uh, evidently, this kind of hypo- hypocrisy... Uh, doesn't sit well with the uh, shrews on the view. I mean, the ladies on the view. Take a listen. Just said as yeah, right, that, yeah. that there are differences in what happened. Yes, but you know, the evidence are not good. Well, we all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. You know, <laughs> we know that. So it's not that big a jump to say that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's partly what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, Whoopi, they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. you think they're not going to spin this that is just as bad as Trump? And so the, the lie gets out there, people believe it, just like that Donaldson person, whatever his name is. Byron, what's Byron his name? Donalds. Byron, Do- Byron yeah. Donalds. I saw him also. He was at the, uh, the fight on the floor, too. Yeah. All right, so enough of that. Um, what she And she didn't even know that he was one of the nominees for speaker. Very interesting that she went down that path. But do you see, do you see how the left is so – you have the exact same set of facts. Donald Trump had some classified uh, papers in his possession. The former vice president, uh, Joe Biden, had some papers in his possession – one is a treasonous traitor that must be dragged before the FBI and the DOJ and the congressional committees. And the other, because Joy Behar personally thinks that Joe Biden isn't a liar, he gets a complete pass. This is, this is the hypocrisy of the Marxists who are running the left side of the political equation in America today. They don't traffic in truth or facts. They traffic in their opinions as to what they want. And they call what they want true and they call what they oppose false, regardless of what the facts actually say. The facts are Vice President Joe Biden did not have the power to declassify classified information and keep it with him. The truth is former President Donald Trump did. The two had the exact same thing, classified documents in their possession. The one who didn't have the authority is being given the pass. Make sense of that for me, Joy Behar. Kevin McCullough, we'll see you next time. Coming to theaters January 26th, Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes, I saw it. 
happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com.